Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Comte Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking the power of inspiration with Christy Hedges. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. All right, Christy, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. I am so excited to talk about your new book, The Inspiration Code. Oh, thanks, Shauna. I'm excited to talk about it. So this word in particular has always resonated resonated with me, inspiration. Um, I love the sound of the word. Um, I love how people can motivate people by being inspirational. But I'd love to just start off with, 
you know, why is inspiration or the act of inspiring so important? Well, you know, the same reason that you're drawn to that word is the same reason that I was really drawn to the concept, too, is that when we think about being inspired, it it evokes a feeling, right? We all want to be inspired, uh, but it's hard to break that down. And when you think about it into a leadership context, uh, how can leaders be more inspirational? It seems like a huge leap from that great feeling that we have inside of ourselves to how do we actually put that into other people um, during the normal course of the day. Uh, but truly, sure. if you think about the, the biggest decisions or moves you've made in your lives, uh, my guess is a lot of your listeners are similar to me or the people that I've, I've spoken with, is, is that it was preceded by some sort of inspirational conversation. Somebody said something or introduced something to you that made you look at things differently, and then you made a, a, a change as a result of that. Yeah, awesome. Definitely. So before we kind of go forward, let's go backwards a little bit. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your career and kind of what has led up to, to this book. Sure. Gosh, well, let me let me try to give you the, the shortest version <laughs> I can here. That's, that's always a tough question. Uh, so I started my career in campaign politics, helping um, candidates get elected. And so I, I think that's just kind of for D.C., that's old hat. Lots of people here like that. But for the rest of the country and the world, it, it's a little bit different. Uh, and and that really got me interested very early in my career about how can leaders rally the troops? How they, can they get people excited about their message? How can they uh, get people inspired? Uh, and so that's sort of, that's where I started. I, I spent uh, the middle portion of my career running a uh, technology-focused uh, PR firm in the DC area. It was one of the first ones here uh, that specialized in that space. And so to kind of take that experience, then put it in with uh, you know entrepreneurs who are starting companies and trying to get VCs to invest in them mm-hmm. and trying to get customers to uh, be interested in what they have. Uh, to sell. And and again, sort of some similarities there. It's about how do we get people to be inspired by what we have to say. So for the last 10 years, I sold that company. And for the last 10 years, I've been a leadership coach. And, uh, you know, when I started working uh, with with clients, and I work with uh, senior executives around the world and all kinds of different situations, uh, I, I started really looking at influence, and that was the fir- that was the place that I started. And uh, the first book I wrote is called The Power of Presence, and that, that's a book mainly about influence. How do we influence others through our, our message and our behavior? Uh, and as I was out talking to leaders about the concepts in that book, I started hearing these uh, sort of conversations that people would recount to me about inspiration. And I was looking at that, going, "Well, in- influence is important." But inspiration is also important, and that's a little bit different. And that kind of led me down that path of trying to really uncover what inspiration is all about. Interesting. I love those. I love those two I words, both super powerful. Yeah, and and they, and they show up differently on us. I I use this kind of quip a lot because I think it really helps it land for us. Which is, you know, if you have a great day at work, you're not going to go home and say, you know, wow, what a spectacular day! I was influenced all day today. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, influence is done to us. Inspiration, we choose for ourselves. Ah, I like that. That's an awesome distinction. I love that because I think oftentimes, you know, and I'm guilty of this myself, like we're looking to other people to inspire us and we Mm -hmm. kind of forget that factor of, no, we should be the inspiration. Yeah, you know, so people can trigger us. And so this is, you know, where my research, one of the places I started was looking at all the social science research that's out there about inspiration. Uh, And there's there are researchers, for example, uh, that have been studying this stuff for 20 years. 
And, and they talk about, there's three processes that actually happen. This is Elliot and uh, Thrash who, who have this research, uh, that three things that happen together when we're inspired. The, the first one is that we're aware of new possibilities. Mm -hmm. So similar to the, we were talking earlier about the conversations we have. Um, the second one is that we're receptive to it. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you're receptive to something in one part of your life that you're not in another part of your life. And that that's something no one can force for you. Uh, and the third one is that we we feel called to do something about it. It's that kind of that energy we feel internally to like, OK, I'm going to do it or I'm going to make a change or I'm, I'm going to look at this differently. Uh, so as leaders, we can plant the seeds for people to be inspired, uh, but we can't force them to be inspired. As a matter of fact, right. if we try to force inspiration, I mean, many corporate visions have failed trying to do this. People just sort of back up. Right, right like, exactly. Keep on inspiring, but do it with somebody else. So how can, um, you know, some of the listeners who are maybe younger millennials who aren't in, you know, positions in their career where they're in certain leadership roles, you know, how can they embrace the, the, the inspiration word and bring that into their life? Well, you know, it, it took me about you know, three quarters of the way through this book to have this epiphany. And it's really kind of sad, but it, it just did. I'm just being totally honest <laughs> uh, that, well, this same, the same, the same construct that makes us inspirational to other people. Also, we can use to inspire ourselves. Uh, so, you know, I talk about a, a, a model I call the inspire path in the book. Uh, and it's based on hundreds of conversations I have with leaders about what is, what's inspired them, the behaviors that have inspired them. And it comes down to four components. You know, one is being very, very present to other people. Uh, the second one is relating to them personally. So uh, being real and authentic, uh, being straightforward, uh, listening in a very focused way, uh, showing passion, uh, using our energy to convey passion to others. And then finally, being purposeful, which is really will it, being willing to both role model what it looks like to be purpose driven and also to encourage conversations around purpose. Uh, so we can look at that from a leadership position and say, how do I do more of this in my organization? Or we can look at it personally and say, how can I be more present? How can I be more personal? How can I really figure out what makes me passionate uh, and convey that better so that I can then get other people around me passionate, really have attractor energy? And then how can I focus on my own purpose? So it's really a double lens in the book. It's, you know, how do I use this in a leadership context? And how do I also make sure I have more of this for myself? Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. So you know, from all your research from the book, you know, what do inspiring leaders do differently? Are there a few things you could share with us along those lines? Sure. Well, you know, the from, from the research that I did, it is some quantitative research too, to, to really rank some of these behaviors. And uh, the number one characteristic behavior that, that uh, respondents cited that was inspirational to them was listening. Oh, wow. Okay. And I, which you know, as a communications professional, most of my career kind of shocked me a little bit, it was a little humbling, uh, that right. it's less about, right, it's about less about the perfect message points that I spend so much of my time focused on. Um, and more about, you know, how do we, how do we actually hold a space for other people? Uh, because when we do that, it, it really shapes, you know, that person's insights and their beliefs and their options. Uh, when we ask great curious questions and hold a space. Uh, so listening was really, really key. Uh, the other one that I think all of us can do more of is, you know, if we're not inspired from where we are, then we need to move where we are. Oh, uh, that's and, awesome. and, that yeah. and that doesn't mean that uh, we need to change our job necessarily. Uh, it just means that we're most likely triggered by outside influences. And if we're exposed to the same influences day in, day out, same people, same conversations, give or take, 
then we're less likely to be inspired where we are. So, you know, whether that's, you know, going on different vacations or hanging out with different people sometimes or taking a leadership course or going to a conference or uh, listening to a podcast, uh, whatever it is, we need to expose ourselves to more things if we want to increase the chance that we're inspired and stay inspired. Yeah. So don't be afraid to shake things up. If, if you're feeling like something isn't working, it doesn't necessarily have to be a dramatic change, but you could change kind of small elements and that would maybe help you become more inspired. Yeah. And, and, you know, so we, we kind of know that that's pretty intuitive, right? When we're stuck, we feel like, oh gosh, we kind of crave new things. Uh, but what happens often is that we wait to feel inspired before doing the things that inspire us. Ah, that's uh, cool. Right. Yeah. So, we might be sitting at our desk all day at our job that we hate uh, and sort of waiting for something to happen that's kind of an epiphany, when the reality is we're more likely to have that epiphany if we do different things. So we have to ignore the feeling of being stuck if we actually want to you know, create some new options for ourselves. Gosh, that's such good advice. I love that. So are there any particular myths maybe about leaders and in, in, in inspiration? The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. 
Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm sorry, but I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a mini golden mountain doodle full of life, and I would do just about anything to keep her happy, healthy, and safe. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of your family and you want to do the best for them, but vet bills can really add up. We jokingly keep telling Winnie she needs to get a job to pay for her vet bill. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customized accident and illness plans making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping to ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are. Because vet bills can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independent American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer, is not engaged in the business of insurance. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnin provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talking money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
Algorithms can do so much more than control social media feeds. In fact, they have the power to save lives and improve our health. At the Weizmann Institute, Professor Yonina Eldar has pioneered innovative algorithms that optimize MRI scans and make ultrasound devices more portable, affordable, and accessible. Professor Eldar's lab develops AI tools that can pave the way to new technologies that can see, hear, and communicate beyond existing limits. Learn more at celebratinggreatminds.org. Well, the biggest myth was that what we think of as inspirational leadership is not actually what inspires people. So, uh, you know, for example, when I think of an inspirational leader before writing this book, I might have thought of someone who was uh, kind of captivating on a stage and had just the perfect words and was rousing a crowd and had a huge vision and um, almost a larger than life kind of figure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, where when people whereas when people talk about who inspired them. Uh, they're about these kind of small moments of connection uh, that uh, where whether a teacher said something or a boss said something or a friend or sometimes a stranger. I mean, I've heard so many stories about it uh, that these small moments, someone says something and it lands just right. And we remember their words. We actually carry those words around our entire lives. Uh, you know, it's very powerful. Yeah, I think that's so great. I mean, especially, you know, if we're talking about some of the listeners on this podcast, you know, who are really sort of sucked into the social media influence world, you know, and you think that you mm -hmm. have to have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers, and you have to be so prolific all the time. And you have to be, you know, doing these big things in order to inspire or to have these moments. So I think that's awesome that, you know, it, it doesn't have to look that way in order for you to be inspired or for you to inspire. Right. You know, I mean, that can be inspiring, right? Because that's, sure, an, that's yeah. an outside influence. It's just not how most people are inspired. Uh, and I, I think we, we sometimes conflate entertainment with inspiration, mm. uh, where, you know, somebody with a large social media platform might be very entertaining and engaging. But at the end of the day, we, we forget what they said. Uh, we don't really carry it with us. Uh, and so right. true lasting inspiration, it stays with us. Yeah, exactly. That That's so cool. So are there any other kind of interesting tips that, that uh, you found when you were writing the book? Oh, gosh. Well, let's see. Uh, you know, one of them uh, was around the idea of emotion and uh, that we have kind of, we're kind of programmed to take all emotion out of our work. And we, we should show up like sort of uh, automatons, <laughs> right? Right. No matter what they throw at us, we're, we're going to just take it and still show up with a smile on our face. Uh, and, you know, in our early career, that that works somewhat because we're you know, we want to be reliable and that's sort of our role. Um, but when we get to a position where we need to uh, be a leader for other people and, and that doesn't have to be a vice president, it can be a project leader, uh, then emotion actually is very important because we need it to show other people how much we care. So they invest and care as well. Uh, and, you know, leaders sometimes struggle with losing that emotion uh, because they've has been programmed out of them and then become a leader. And they, and, you know, they have people working for them who can't relate to them or don't really feel a connection to them. Uh, so, so, you know, one of the, the lessons that came out of this and, and you know, I, I wouldn't say that it was a surprise because I, I knew this intuitively, but sure. now I know it intellectually um, that we really need to figure out how to use our emotion very strategically as leaders uh, because it it uh, it's important. It's an important transmission that inspires other people. I mean, we can't we're not inspired by somebody who is just sort of vanilla and doesn't really show us right. anything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think of anybody who's actually done something very big in in leadership or in inspiration 
um, in a big way, but politics or music or sports or, you know, any of those sorts of things. And they have to embody all of those emotions. So that, that, you know, totally makes sense. And I can remember early in my career where people would tell me, you know, you need to not be emotional, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, you need to not show any of that, you know, and it is, you feel almost beat down to a point where then when you get to some level of influence, you almost feel odd emoting, you know, that, that kind of emotion. Yeah. I mean, how many of us have, you know, have experienced like, you know, trying to just hold it all together at work and then getting in our car and just (laughs) having that conversation to yourself, like you wish you'd said it with all the emotion behind it that you wanted to say. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it, it's, we're all programmed the same way. It's just, you know, it, it doesn't serve us at some point. And, uh, and so learning to understand the role of emotion and get more comfortable with how to use emotion for, a, 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 for the good. We think of emotion being bad, but to actually use emotion in a good way uh, is, is, is key to being more inspirational. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. So tell everybody where they can find the book, where they can find you and any other information they need to know. Sure. So book is everywhere you buy books. So whether it's Amazon, Barnes and Noble, bookstores, indies, whatever. Uh, and the best place to find me is on my website. It's the Hedges Company. I'll spell it out. T-H-E-H-E-D-G-E-H-E-D-G-E-S-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y.com. And if you go there and sign up, I have some, some tools that you'll get from the book as well as from my other book. I, I have kind of a summary for each of the books that I, that I give out with a newsletter sign up. So if you're interested, I would love to have you be part of the community. Thank you.